During the Vietnam War, the U.S. military sprayed more than 13 million gallons of toxic herbicides over the countryside. Vietnamese government officials say more than 3 million people have suffered from disabilities and cancers because of that exposure. Juan Ha takes us to Vietnam today for part two of The Forgotten Ones, The Legacy of Agent Orange. The recorded Buddhist chant is supposed to help ease Bui Tui Sun into the next world. A non-smoker, he's dying of lung cancer. His wife keeps vigil. We don't have anything left. We sown our rice fields to care for him as much as we can. With no rice fields and no income, the extended family must help care for Sun and his wife. Sun's wife says he was in pain for more than a year but couldn't afford to see a doctor. He lies on a bed made of wood planks. Sun believes he was exposed to Agent Orange while spying for the Americans in the jungles of Guangnam Valley in central Vietnam. Sun's cousin, Bui Đức Thanh, speaks for him. He's told us many times that I did what the Americans asked me to do and did it well. But after the war, they don't know my name. They've abandoned me and have no concern for me. Today, California recognizes dioxin, a toxic chemical in Agent Orange, as known to cause cancer and developmental harm. But when American planes soaked this valley with Agent Orange, says Chuck Palazzo, a former Marine who lives in Da Nang, there was scant information about its health effects. One of the things that I, I think about probably daily is what our commanding officers told us about this stuff. Essentially, and it's so safe you can drink it. It wasn't uncommon for Vietnamese to reuse the metal drums that held Agent Orange as drinking water barrels. South Vietnamese soldiers recall patrolling the jungles, wet to the skin with the chemicals. Others loaded and unloaded Agent Orange with no protective equipment. A heavy rain falls on Huynh Vân Yen's hut. Yen, a former infantryman who patrolled the jungles alongside Americans, remembers the mist of chemicals settling on him. On the family altar are grainy photos of five children. His wife, Trương Thị Luan, speaks about them in whispers and shudders at their memory. Their legs and feet were contorted. Their eyes protruded. They protruded and were big. The children died before they were four years old. Another five children survived but are mentally challenged. They now receive monthly government stipends of about $5. Lawn says that recognition eased their guilt. Neighbors had shamed Yun for fighting on the U.S. side. They said we had done bad things and my ancestors were evil and that's why my kids were born that way. Now we know we were affected by the Agent Orange poison. Former communist soldiers get priority for medical and cash benefits, then come civilians. Soldiers who fought for the U.S. often don't get anything, despite an order from the Vietnamese government to distribute aid even-handedly. Sometimes at the local or provincial levels, they still make a distinction. Lê Kê's son oversees the nation's Agent Orange program in Hanoi. It's possible that in a village, people still hate each other. You shot dead, my father, my mother, 
So why should you get to benefit from the revolutionary regime? A former vice chair of Vietnam's Foreign Affairs Committee, Tho Nu Thi Ninh, put it this way. It's asking a bit much, you know, a lot of generosity from us to say we'll take care of both, you know, our own soldiers and the soldiers who were fighting against us. That kind of magnanimity, in theory, I understand. In this real world, will take time. The U.S. government disputes the extent of the health impact of dioxin in Vietnam and is reluctant to tie aid to Agent Orange. This is a point of contention between the two governments. Lake Sun. The U.S. government needs to take responsibility. You brought the Agent Orange poison here and spray it. It's about responsibility and having a conscience. The fact remains, I mean, we settled all of our war-related incidents with uh, with the end of the war. Michael Mihalik is the U.S. ambassador in Hanoi. He says Congress has spent $46 million in Vietnam over the last decade to help the broader group of Vietnamese with disabilities. We believe that it's, uh, from a humanitarian perspective, uh, it is to the benefit of U.S.-Vietnam relations for us to deal with disabilities regardless of cause, and that's, that's what we're doing. Thirty-five years after the war, the scars of Agent Orange refuse to fade away. The Vietnamese say the diseases now extend well into a second generation. For the California Report, I'm Wan Ha. Bui Tui Sun, the man whose story opened this report, has since died of lung cancer. Tomorrow, Wan Ha examines the environmental legacy of Agent Orange. We had support for this series from the Renaissance Journalism Center's Vietnam Reporting Project at San Francisco State University.